The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. hosts Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host John Spees. And I'm your co-host Adam Spees. And today we are continuing our Sweet 16 round in our 2022 patron tournament. In one corner, she's a malicious trivia mercenary who will leave you miserably moping like a morose moron, it's mean Megan Walsh. <laughs> Megan, welcome back to the show and remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Meg Walsh. I am a high school science teacher, currently enjoying my summer break and working on curriculum this summer. That's all I got going. <laughs> I hated working on curriculum when I was a teacher. Of course, I was a music teacher, so I didn't really worry about it so much. <laughs> It's not fun, but, you know. Yeah. In the other corner, lock your doors and hide your scream queens, because he's a trivia murdering machine. It's Michael Myers Turner. <laughs> I like it. Uh, more appropriate than you know. I've been playing a lot of The Quarry on uh, on PS5 lately, a uh, dynamic horror game, so really been enjoying that. So uh, that sort of fits today. I like it. Awesome. Well, uh, we know you like to play games. What else uh, can we know a little bit more about you? Uh, still directing television in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and uh, just getting ready for a very big week. Uh, tomorrow, at the time of this recording, is my anniversary with my girlfriend, and a week from today is my birthday, and we are leaving on vacation on Sunday. Nice. Nice. Well, enjoy your time, and you folks at home, let's enjoy learning how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know our contestants just a little bit more. And since I'm gearing up uh, to take uh, my kid to a, a brief little summer camp, I want to know, what is your favorite summer camp movie? Specifically a movie about summer camp. I got to go Wet Hot American Summer right right off the bat. It's just a, the best. All right. No hesitation. <laughs> um, everything you just heard about me should tell you that my answer is Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> not a good movie but <laughs> an important one adam what would have you picked without question my choice would have been heavyweights <laughs> mm. I, and i think i think for me it definitely would have been ernest goes to camp uh, okay <laughs> so good not a good movie but yep. yeah 
nostalgic. But out of the two, and unfortunately for one of you, I haven't seen one of them, and that was Red... What was it called? Red Wet Hot, Hot American, American Summer. Yeah, see, I've never even Wet seen Hot. it. So unfortunately, by default, Michael's wow. going to get to go first in round one. Default. Default. Dang it. <laughs> Sorry. All right, uh, Michael, what category do you want to kick us off in? Uh, let's go music. Okay. The decade is the 80s. Belinda Carlisle was the lead singer of which 80s girl band before having success as a solo artist? Uh, well, the Stop Stops weren't very popular, so she decided to uh, head the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's is correct. All right. And we're over to Me- over to Megan. I'm going to go sports. Ooh, okay. And that decade is the 70s. On June 11th, 1977, what horse became the 10th Triple Crown winner in history and the first undefeated winner. I think the only horse I know is Secretariat, so I'm going to go with Secretariat. Secretariat is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? Oh God, no! I don't. Uh, I don't think I can. Um, I will throw out War Admiral, but I think that's way later. War Admiral is also incorrect. Uh. Adam, know- do you know your uh, racehorses? Uh, Megan, Megan, I was going to say, I know the second you say it, I'm going to know it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I mean, I do remember there are three um, triple crown crown winners in the '70s. Uh, that was Secretariat, Affirmed, and Seattle Slough. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be either Affirmed or Seattle Slough. I knew Secretariat was like '73. I think Affirmed was next, and so I'm going to say Seattle Slough. Seattle Slough is what I was looking for. Okay. All right, that's okay. No points there. No harm, no foul. Moving back over to Michael. Uh, movies. Movies. Your decade is the 50s. Oh, good God. Bawana Devil is a 1952 adventure B-movie starring Robert Stack. It was the first American film to be shot both in 3D and what? Say Panavision? Panavision is incorrect. Megan, can you steal? Probably not, but something inside of me really wants this to be right, and I'm going to say Smell-O-Vision. <laughs> Smell-O-Vision is unfortunately incorrect. <laughs> That'd be great, though. It was much simpler than that. Oh, no. It was just 3D and in color. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's the 50s, people. Gotcha. All right. Back over to Megan. I'm going to go with fashion. Okay. That decade is again the 70s for you. In 1973, Bonnie Bell released what item? The, quote, world's first flavored lip balm. It initially came in flavors like strawberry, lemon, and green, green apple. As someone who used a lot of these in middle school, it's Lip Smacker. Lip Smackers is correct. All right. Now we are back over to Michael. Televisiones. Answer the phone! <laughs> I don't know where my phone is. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you're ruining the podcast. <laughs> I literally... Did it stop? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it got louder. It got louder. <laughs> where is it? 
calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To refocus us, I believe, Michael, you picked TV. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to roll. It's the 60s. What 1963 to 1965 sitcom starring Ray Watson and Bill Bixby, excuse me, that's Ray Walston, is about a space traveler from Mars who crashes his spaceship near Los Angeles. He is discovered by a newspaper reporter who offers him a place to stay until he can repair his spacecraft. Is that My Favorite Martian? My Favorite Martian is correct. All right, and we are back over to Megan. Left, we have toys and games, news and politics, literature, slang, and food. I'm going to go literature. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to come at you. And it's the 90s. In 1992, the same year Margaret Thatcher's reign over Britain ended, Sue Townsend imagined a nation where John Major never took charge. Instead, the country became a republic forcing the royal family out of their palaces in what novel? Too bad Rodgers and Hammerstein didn't make a musical out of this one. The King and Me? <laughs> the King and Me is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? Oh, God. Uh, I'll, I'll say The King and I for lack of anything better. The King and I is also incorrect. Megan, you had the right instinct. Adam, you think you got an idea? Oh, my 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 throwout guess would have been the Queen and the I. The Queen and ah. I. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Alright, I try I tried to give another in with the Rogers yeah. and Hamash signs in, yeah. but Yeah. That was a good guess. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the only way I would have gotten it, yeah. Alright. I believe we are back over to Michael. Food Food. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> and it's the sixties. In 1961, two snack companies, one who focused on corn-based products and the other potato-based products, joined to create what company, one whose dominance in the snack industry brings in $16-plus dollars a year? I will say Fritos or Frito-Lay. Frito-Lay is correct. I was going to need both parts. Yep, got it. Because that was the Frito Company and the Lay's Potato Chip Company that merged together. Save your butt on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, Megan. I am going to go slang. Okay. And it's the 60s. The singer Donovan had it right when he sang about being what term for laid back and cool. They call me Mellow Yellow. Mellow is correct. Nice. All right. Let's do toys and games. Toys and games. And it's the third time in a row the 60s. Stratomatic began as a company in 1961 when Hal Richmond, a Bucknell University math student, began selling an early version of his signature tabletop game out of his basement buying advertising space in Sports Illustrate, Illustrated to aid sales. What statistically important sport was his game based on? I will say baseball. Baseball is correct. When you say statistics, yeah, ERA, yeah. like that's the yeah. only one, yeah. All right, I believe that leaves uh, Megan with news and politics. Cool, 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 cool. 
This cool, 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 and it's the 70s. Ooh. In 1972, Niles Eldridge and Stephen J. Gould published a paper called Punctuated Equilibria, a theory that proposes that once a species appears in the fossil record, the population will become stable, showing little evolutionary change for most of its geological existence. What type of biological scientists were Eldridge and Gould? Sounds like smart ones to me. <laughs> smart scientists. I'm going to go ecologists. Ecologists is incorrect. Michael, can you steal? Sure can, but let's uh, throw out a guess and say they were uh, pals with Ross Geller and they were paleontologists. Paleontologist is correct. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I tried to emphasize the word fossil as I read it, so you might get that clue. Uh, yeah, uh, I thought a... that was I thought that was too right. on the nose. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right, we got a little bit of a lead here, but we know some things can turn around in round two. Michael has fifty. Megan has twenty. All right, and uh, Michael got to pick first in round one. So, Megan, you're going to get to pick for him starting round two. What category do you want to give him? It's all bad. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to go movies. Okay. Hmm. okay. And it's the 70s. In 1971's Willy, Wonk Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, how was Charlie and Grandpa Joe able to escape death when the fizzy lifting drink caused them to float towards the ceiling fans. Is it bur burping? Belching? Burping is correct. Yeah. It's a terrible scene. Yeah, yeah, right, like, literally, right. like, cut that scene out. Like, honestly, I think that is, like, the worst scene in the movie. Otherwise, the right. movie. All right, Michael, what category do you want to give to Megan? Uh, let's do fashion just so I don't have to do it. There you go. And it's the 70s. Nope, it's not the 70s. Nope. Rolling again. It's the 80s. All right. The fitness craze of the 1970s continued into the early 80s. General women's streetwear worn in the 1980s included ripped sweatshirts, tights, sweatpants, and what article of clothing, especially ones made by uh, made with velour? Tracksuits? Tracksuits is correct. Tracks. Okay. I still own my Juicy Couture tracks. <laughs> so, yeah, they came back yeah, <laughs> in the early 2000s. They were very hot. comfortable. <laughs> All right. Megan, what category do you want to give to Michael? Uh, I'm going to give him sports. Okay. And it's the 50s. <laughs> On May 26, 1959, Harvey Haddock's of what National League team pitched a perfect game for 12 and two-thirds inning against the Milwaukee Braves, but lost the no-hitter and the game in the 13th inning. It is considered by many to be the best pitching performance in MLB history. But, uh, 28 teams at the time, so a 1 in, one in 13 chance since the Braves are out. Uh, I'll say the Cubs. I have no idea. The Cubs is incorrect. Megan, can you steal? Um, uh, the Giants. The Giants is also incorrect. Uh, I was looking for the Pirates. Okay. All right. No points there. And I'm already lost, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, 
Michael is picking yes, for me. Absolutely, he is. Uh, let's do television. Okay. The TV director doesn't want TV. <laughs> Interesting. And it's our first 2000s question. Mm. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Real life married couple Stephen Moyer and Anna Paquin met on the set of what 2008 HBO drama? True Blood. True Blood is correct. All right. Uh, Megan, left uh, for Michael, we have music, toys and games, news and politics, literature, slang and food. Um, Let's go literature again. Let's go. And it's the 70s. You got a Ooh. lot of 70s questions today. Yeah. Margaret Mash is an eight-year-old who hides in the garden of a convalescent home for artists and listens to the conversations of the painters, gardeners, and crazy people in what 1978 novel by Jane Garden, whose title sounds more like a holy cocktail? White Russian. I have no idea. White Russian is incorrect. Megan, can you steal? Probably not. Um... However, the holy cocktail, the only thing that's only thing that's coming to me is Jesus juice. <laughs> Jesus juice is an amazing name. <laughs> Unfortunately incorrect. Uh, this was called God on the Rocks. Never heard of it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael. News and politics for her. And it is the 60s. <laughs> in 1963, NFL commissioner Pete Rozelle considered the biggest mistake of his career was allowing games to play the Sunday after the death of what politician? Oh, no. I'm. The only thing that's coming to me is JFK. JFK is correct. Oh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like you got this. You got this. <laughs> That's how I trick you. I make it really easy to make you doubt whether or not it's actually that easy. God, I hate when that happens. God on the rocks was not easy. <laughs> AKA Jesus Juice. That's exactly. <laughs> Show title. All right, Megan. What do you want to give to Michael? Um, I mean, slang? Sure. <laughs> sure. And it's the 2000s. A whale tail is when what is visible above the waistline of low-rise jeans, shorts, or a skirt. It's like when your underwear is showing? I need you to be more specific. Oh, um, okay. A thong. A thong is correct. A thong. Lita, Lita from the WWE. Yes, that she was very famous for her whale tail. Love you, Amy Dumas, if you're listening. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, love you, whale tails. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see here. Looks like we have music, toys and games, and food left. Michael, what do you want to give to Megan? Toys and games. Okay. And it's the 50s. What 1958 Milton Bradley board game was based on an ABC Western television series starring Clint Walker and the most populous city in Wyoming? Why can I only think of one city in Wyoming right now? I'm going to go Cheyenne. Cheyenne 
is correct. Oh. Uh, yes, the only one I can think of. <laughs> is it, Probably it, why it's Cheyenne or Laramie. One of the two. Yeah. All right, all right. That was... Uh, all right, Megan, you have uh, food and music to pick from. What do you want to give to Michael? Ew. Music, I guess. Okay. And the decade is the 90s. All right. Uh, first off, this question is brought to us by Simon Hood. And this is a question that I like to call Shakespeare a song. I, or in this case, Simon has run the lyrics from a 1996 hit uh, through a Shakespeare translator. And I'm going to read it off, and you got to tell me the name of the song. Give it a whirl. Tis a paradox, dost thou believe? Tis similar to precipitation whilst the day thy nuptials progress. A chargeless passage offered when thy ticket thou'st already possess. Wisdom that thy felt best to ignore. Uh, in this case, I'm, I'm about to go off on a rant here, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, because this is the worst song of all time because uh, Ms. Alanis Morissette does not understand what irony is. The song is ironic. Ironic is the correct answer, but you are wrong, sir. That is a great yes. song. No, sir. So wrong. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, listen, every, everything in that song sucks, but it's not irony. All right, that uh, leaves us with food for Megan. That it does. And it's the 70s. It's just another cocktail that contains tequila, orange juice, and grenadine and was created by Bobby Lozoff and Billy Rice in the early 1970s while working as young bartenders at the Trident in Sausalito, California, north of San Francisco. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be another tequila sunrise. Just another tequila sunrise is correct. All right. We had a fair share of 70s questions today, Adam. A lot. Yeah, we did. No kidding. Uh, all right. That is the end of round two. What is our score going into the final round? Well, Megan was able to close the gap a good little bit. She has 70, but Michael has the slight lead with 80. Ooh. All oh, right. Let's find out what categories are going into our final round. Michael, what category would you like to add? Uh, I'm two for two, so let's go music. Okay. And it's going to be the 2000s. All right. And Megan. I am going to go... Oh, um, I'm going to go fashion. Okay. And that's going to be the 90s. All right, so based on 2000s music and 90s fashion, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm good. Good, Michael? Yeah, yeah I haven't heard from yeah, you. I, I sent, I I sent it to John. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I'm not looking. You just have to write it down. You don't actually send it to me. Okay. Well, yeah. But this we'll is a podcast, so we do need verbal confirmation. I guess. <laughs> yep, we're good. We're good. Okay. All right, here is your 90s music question, which is another lyric question. Oh. It should be a 2000s. That's what music. I meant. <laughs> Here is your 2000s music question, which is also a lyric question. This one is a finish the lyric. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read you the lyrics from this 2006 song that Rolling Stone considered the number one song of the 2000s. And you need to tell me the final five words. And when you're out there 
Without care, yeah, I was out of touch. But it wasn't because I didn't know enough. I just knew too much. And your 90s fashion question. The Madiba shirt is a loose-fitting silk shirt usually adorned in bright and colorful print. It became known in the 1990s when who, then elected president of South Africa, added them to his regular attire. Well, our contestants are thinking about their answers. I'm here to tell you guys, check out, uh, what do I want to plug today? How about we plug Return Revenge Resurrection? Pretty new show, horror, we've been talking about horror, Michael Myers and... Um, how Michael Turner is probably going to become a serial killer one day. Um, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but yeah, if you guys like horror, then go check out Return Revenge Resurrection, one of the newest podcasts on the BFOP Network. And while you're at it, go check out BFOPnetwork.com for all your nostalgic podcast needs. And just let me know when you've got your answers. I don't have them written down, but I have them in my head. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, I'm good. It's about... <laughs> as good as it's going to get. All right. Let's uh, see what you guys wrote down as your answers. Michael, since you were in the lead, why don't you give us your answers to the questions? Uh, for the fashion one, I said the South African president, the only one I know is Nelson Mandela. So we just took, took a shot there. And uh, strangely enough, as soon as you said uh, 2006 number one song that Rolling Stone believes is the greatest song of the entire 2000s, uh, I automatically knew what it was. Uh, I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing like CeeLo Green, but the line is, does that make me crazy? All right. And Megan, what were your answers? I had Nelson Mandela as well, and I literally could not pull Jack for that music one. I don't know where my brain went. All right. Well, let's find out the correct answers. In 90s fashion, uh, the Mandiba shirt became regular attire for Nelson Mandela. And in music, does that make me crazy? Gnarls Barkley's 2006 incredible hit, I think. Crazy. And the final words, and the words were, does that make me crazy? So Michael nailed it right on the head. So not too much drama with this, but let's go ahead and find out what our final score is. Megan, how much did you bid? I only bet 10. I wasn't, I wasn't going too crazy. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Weird how that worked out. <laughs> All right. And Michael. Uh, straight up, I do not know fashion. Megan, if you ever get to play this game with me again, always pick fashion for me. I don't know it. Uh, so I just took the, took the winner way out and bet zero. Nice. Nice. All right, Adam. Figure it out and let us know what the final score is. With a final score of 82-60, Michael Turner is continuing his terror run on the Throwback Trivia Takedown Tournament. All right, and who can he expect to play? We have not recorded the episode yet, so he has got to wait to find out if he is playing Dan Lundberg or Nick Groves. I I, I love you, Nick. You're a great person, but God, I want to play Dan. (laughs) So he can just... Curve stopped me into the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, Megan, this is the end of your tournament run. Uh, any kind-hearted words of wisdom, or do you want to curse Apple products or anything like that? <laughs> I feel like I should be cursing Apple products, but um, no, um, that was an awesome game. Um, I've We were actually, I'm surprised how 
even it was Absolutely. after a while. Um, no, but all I want to say is be kind to one another. Like, just do what you're supposed to be doing and register to vote, please. Please, God. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. We wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. We hooked the fisherman killer, Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced. We survived a summer away with the angel of death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection Podcast as we go toe-to-toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times! Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic through David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart! We cover it all. The good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is. New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!